Welcome back, everybody. It's Lisa. And Danielle. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Just address the elephant in the room. No, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Been a little hiatus. Got some things going on. Nothing new there, but... I shared an update. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah you did. But it's good to be back. You can only do so much when you're, like, home on your deathbed and, like, sick for yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough, it's been a time. It's been a time. But things are looking up, I think. Yeah. So we'll go from there. We have some updates to do. I think last time you were on, Danielle, you were telling everybody about Colorado and you're going to do a ghost tour. I did do two different ghost tours. I think I shared that we were doing a um, tour of the Molly Brown house, and that was super cool. I should post some pictures of that. It was like the unsinkable Molly Brown brown and um fun fact is that i i play these like this is gonna make me sound like a looney tune so i play these like church hymns in my car sometimes Mm -hmm. because i like them and when you go through the molly brown house there's like multiple levels to it and you buy the tickets and after you purchase the tickets the tickets, the only place that you can like go to the bathroom before you're stuck in this house is down in the basement of the bathroom. So naturally I was like, I need to go use the bathroom first. And so I go into the basement of this house and go use the bathroom. And it's kind of like dingy and dark and weird and cold. And there's like some artifacts down there. But, you know, Jared and I go and we use the bathroom, um, go back upstairs. We go meet the like tour people up in the front of the house and we go all through the house. And because there's like so many uh, like artifacts and everything through this house, they tell you, obviously, like you can't take pictures with flash and just like any other like, like a, yeah, like, yes, like old place you go through. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we like go through this house and um, there's so many cool things to like look at and read. And clearly like Jared's reading the history of the home. I'm like on this ghost hunt and um, there are other other people in this house with us and we get up to the third level and we go into this like really large room upstairs and there's this wall of um, when the Titanic sunk, she was on the ship and that's why they call her the unsinkable Molly Brown. And she got off the ship, but there's the history of when the ship sunk, all the music and the chaos that people heard and my jaw dropped. And I was like, I was literally just humming this song. What? Yes. And so what they say is that, like, everyone on the ship could hear this song playing and everyone just started singing this hymn. And I looked at him, I looked at Jared, and I was like, this is fucking crazy. That is crazy. Because it's not like, a like, yeah, anyway. So that was pretty crazy. And um, we took pictures in front of the house and the history behind the house and behind Molly Brown is super cool. Um, so if you're ever in downtown Denver, like certainly go check it out. The house is beautiful. Um, but then we went on a uh, 
pub crawl. Oh my gosh. Like a haunted pub crawl. (laughs) And so it walks you through downtown Golden and you walk for like three to five miles, I want to say. And it starts at like this bar that is like in this old haunted home that is now turned into like a bar. And um, so there's like history behind everywhere that you stop and you like stop and drink. So clearly like you're getting like sloshed as you're like learning about ghosts. Um, But the tour guide was really cool. And so they walk you through like the history of the town of Golden. Um, It's late. It's during the night. So it's dark. Um, And they tell you the history of like all these people that have like been hung in the town and through the Coors um, factory and like the ghosts that are supposedly like around the town and like where people see them or feel them and hear them. Um, So naturally, we went on this uh, pub crawl ghost tour and I took pictures of all these places. Um, Yeah. and. Jared enjoyed the drinks. Um, but yeah, it's a super cool little town in in Golden. And it's, you know, I'm sure that if you were to explore a little bit longer or like go in longer to these places, like the Coors Factory, I'm certain through some of these stories that we hear that there are like ghost encounters absolutely with some of the stuff in these small towns. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, we did ghost tours. I didn't encounter ghosts. Like, no one touched me. And it was nothing like the Winslow Hotel that I stayed at that was, like, super creepy and, you know, like, you could hear floorboards moving. But but song playing is kind of creepy. It really was. Like, to know that, like, that was the song that I was like humming and like playing in my car. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, this is now I'm here in this home. And it's like written everywhere that this was the song that they played on the Titanic. It was just, it was sure could have been like a coincidence, but it was very weird. Like how many hymns are there in this world? Yeah. That people now would know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, at that time and this time. Yes. That's what's super weird. It's not like jingle bells. No. You know, it's just, it's probably something from that time. Yes. Frame, which was when? Oh, I mean, Titanic. Right. To, to this time. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Titanic. It was like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. For even, even (laughs) to recognize that song. Yeah. It was really strange. And so I like took a picture of it and I was like, oh my gosh. And he, and Jared's like, what? And I was like, I was literally just humming this. And I, it, it was, it was like super strange. So I took a picture of like all those things. And when I got home, I shared it with Hayden because she would know like that hymn from church. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's just so weird. It was so weird to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Denver was like the hottest it's ever been. I feel like during this time of year, it was like hotter than Arizona. Arizona was getting these like storms and weather and it was over a hundred degrees there yeah we were boiling feels like that though Mm -hmm. yeah it's nuts Mm -hmm. wow that's cool i just remember you texting me you said something i knew what you were doing but you were just like 
doing something in golden or all the things that are in golden. I'm like, what's or I'm at gold. He said something I'm like, what is the golden? Yeah. I'm like expecting a restaurant or like a a place, like a shopping center or something. We did the or- most random shit. We literally went to um well we did the ghost tours. We drove up to uh I'm gonna butcher this, like Silverton or something like that. Mm-hmm. And went to these, like, this, like, row of beautiful casinos that are, like, stuck into the mountain and gambled away some money mm-hmm. and lost. But it was, like, literally this, like, beautiful little city up in Colorado that's, like, like resort hotel casinos, like, shoved into a mountain. And um, we went to Meow Wolf. Have you heard of this place? Because you said something about it, but. So cool. Um, there's one in Denver. There's a few other ones like scattered throughout, like I think um, Vegas, uh, Texas, and uh, somewhere else, but um, New Mexico. And it was the weirdest, like literally the weirdest thing I've ever been. And it was like being in a giant art exhibit, neon colored IKEA that you can't <laughs> seem to get out of. Like a maze? Yes. Wow. Of aliens. It was like a maze of aliens. Yep. And when you go behind one door, it like takes you into another door, just like Ikea, except you're not in there with furniture. You're in there with fucking weirdos. And yeah. (laughs) So they're actors. Yeah. So they're, yeah. Some. Like you're in an art exhibit, Mm -hmm. but there are actors that are with like the art exhibit that are walking in the levels. Oh. Yeah. Yes. But it was super cool. So we were in there for about an hour and a half or more before we got on our flight home. And um, at one point, we were like, we need to find a map because we can't get out. (laughs) Yeah. So it was just like being in Ikea. Like, that's what we felt like we were in. Because you go into one door and then you end up in this other, like, world. And you don't know how to get back to where you have to go to exit. So. Um, but yeah, it was super cool. Um, I don't know how much I've talked about it on here, but I am like terrified of baseball. I'm terrified I'm going to get hit in the face oh, with a yeah. baseball. Yes. Yeah. And I took, um, got tickets for Jared to a, a Rockies game. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was being really good. He's always told me that the Rockies stadium has these like, nets everywhere he was like d they've got nets everywhere no way you can get hit by a ball and i was like i'm gonna be this really badass wife and i'm gonna get him tickets to something that you're scared of yeah Yeah. i'm gonna get him tickets to a rockies game and we're gonna get really close to the field so i was like tickets we were like maybe 10 12 seats up from home plate Great tickets. We get down there. Guess what's not over our heads? No net. None. So we get down there and he's like, wow, these are amazing seats. And I was like, well, yeah. I thought there'd be a net. (laughs) I'm curious. That net only goes up. It doesn't come over. And he was like, well, no. Like, the ball can't come, like, up and and then down. And I'm like. Eventually it comes down. I was like, wait, yes, it can. It goes, it absolutely goes up and over. There's a saying, everybody knows what goes up must come down. And he's like, do you know how, like, do you know 
how that ball has to get hit to go like up and then down right where we are. And I was like, do you realize I'm going to be watching every single ball that gets hit? Like, do not interrupt me during this game. (laughs) We need eyes on the ball. Yeah. So I was like, every time he like looked at his phone or like looked at, I was like, pay attention. (laughs) Because I was terrified. So then this family, this like, it wasn't a family. It was like a guy and this kid, like older kid sat in front of us and they had like a duffel bag with like a baseball mitt and like things right in front of us. And I was like, thank God they came prepared. But like they came into seats in that area with a glove for a reason. Yeah. Because that's what they want. So I looked at him and I was like, why do they have a glove with them? (laughs) If a ball never comes here, right. there's a reason. Yeah. So uh, in the end, we never got hit. The ball did come like over us and hit this like, like the area right behind us and like kind of bounce, but it didn't come near where we were. So I think we're pretty safe. <laughs> It's pretty safe to say like season tickets in that area are pretty pricey, but that's probably the only area I would sit in knowing (laughs) I haven't been hit yet. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah. So we did a lot of things on that five days. Yeah. Uh That's good. Our airplane was delayed. We were literally sitting like we loaded on the plane to come home and I was totally fine. I, for everyone, like you might remember, I'm, I don't fly well. So I was fine once I got on the plane, but then I was on the plane for, we were probably on the plane without it moving for 45 minutes. That's awful. That's the worst because the anticipation is just extended. So then when I recognized like that there was nothing happening, then it was like, anxiety set in and I was like okay yeah this isn't fine anymore like I'm stuck this I'm not I can't get off yeah then shit hit the fan and yeah like there had there needed to be medication on board to get me through the flight so it that happened on the way home our flight was delayed already then when we finally loaded then we sat on the runway and there were like 15 planes in front of us because they rerouted us to a different like takeoff little path. And so it was terrible. By the time they told us what was happening, we'd already been on sitting, just sitting for like yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah. I get, oh, it's I awful. Had to, I had to sit on a plane like that once. It was about an hour and a half to two hours. And took off. We pulled Mm-mm. away from the gate. It was the dumbest thing. That's what happened. Yeah, we pulled away from the gate, and then we stopped. Like before even getting into line to take off, and I was like, "What's happening?" You know. And there was a mind you, there was a connection from there. So I was like, "What? What's happening?" You know, I'm going to miss this connection. This is before I decided to always take nonstop flights, but if I could help it. But anyway, um, we're trying to figure out what's going on, and finally, somebody comes over and says, "Okay, guys, sorry, we can't." You know, we can't take off because we have, there's a part broken on the plane. Mm-mm. And I was like, what? And they're like, it's, it's no big deal. We don't need it to fly, but we need it to take off. Get me off. <laughs> Get me off. <laughs> what does that mean? And then there was silence. We're all looking at each other like, what? And then finally he comes back on. He's like, okay. I was made aware that that sounded awful. What I mean is, okay, here's what it is. <laughs> he literally was fighting like how to say this. 
the drink cart latch is broken. And until we can latch it into the wall, we're not, we can't take off. But we can't go back to the gate. We can't move this plane while that latch is broken. That was why we were sat, sitting there. And we sat there again for another two and a half hours. Stop. This is right before they passed that law where they couldn't do that to people anymore. Because that was happening all the time. Where they would take pull away and not go back. I would be like, find a fucking bungee cord. Yes. And bungee that damn cart to the wall. Everybody was getting so mad. And finally, it was just like, can we do we have a vote? Does anybody need a drink on this flight? Can we just throw the thing out the door? And, you know, finally they pulled back to the gate because they realized they couldn't continue to let us sit there. They couldn't find anyone to come fix it. So went back into the airport. Now, this was a red eye. And it was a connecting flight for me to go back to East Coast. Sounds about like what it's going to be like for me in two weeks. (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. But anyway, then there's all these people on this plane that had connected flights. Right? That they had to, you know, figure out. It's the middle of the night. So now I'm stuck at this airport. First I'm in line with this. And then, anyway, that was my, that was my sitting on the tarmac. That's awful for any amount of time, especially if you don't like to fly. Well, even for people who like to fly, they don't want to sit there. They want to be up in the air getting to where they need to go. But I couldn't believe that, the drink cart. You know, it's funny because I, I feel like, we were talking about it earlier. I feel like in a situation like a connecting flight, if something happens and I get stuck somewhere, I would much rather be stuck not having to deal with someone else perhaps. Mm-hmm. I think I just want to deal with myself being like grumpy, tired, hungry, mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with another person mm-hmm. being grumpy, tired, angry. Yeah. Like <laughs> I can travel by myself mm-hmm. and be all those things to myself. If I'm traveling with someone else through a red eye, and Lord help me in two weeks if anything happens. And Jared, I love you, but I, (laughs) I will stomp on you with my Crocs for sure. (laughs) I just don't know. Like I'm, I, I feel like I'm a good traveler. Like I feel like I can go on a red eye. I feel like I can get like a, a couple hours of sleep and be a normal human and not like torture someone to yeah. death. I feel like I don't feel like he can be a good managed human being during those situations. Like I, you know, I, and then like, heaven forbid we miss a flight. I don't even want to sit through that mess. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. And because I'm going to be the one managing that. Yeah. Like I will have to find the flight. I will have to (laughs) ship him on an airplane somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Find seats apart. So you don't have to leave. (laughs) Probably. So already he knows that I'm very, Oh, I found two seats on a different flight, but you're in the back and I'm. (laughs) So you're well, so already like already he already knows like this whole flying thing for me is very specific. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, when I do travel, I'm, not usually with him anyway, but I, 
you know, I, I told him, I said, you know, I, um, my seats are like a one through when I get on the plane for like Southwest, it's like a, I get on like a one through five. Right. right? So I'm like on the plane right away. It's very specific. I have to be Mm -hmm. to find the seat I want. And he's like, well, what's like, where's your seat? And I'm like, in the front of the plane, in the aisle. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what? (laughs) So they're announcing right away that the plane's full. And he's like, so I like to sit by the window. And I'm like, I'm not sitting in the middle. I'm sitting in the aisle and I'm not sitting by the window. I can't feel stuck. And he's like, okay, well, so you want me to sit in the middle? I don't care where you sit. Like, if you don't want to sit by me, that's fine. But I'm like sitting in the front of the plane in the aisle. Do what you will with that. I'm telling you where I'm sitting because I have to. Yeah. I have to be able to see the people Mm -hmm. acting a fool if something goes on. So I know when it's time for me to react. (laughs) And he's like, fine. So I shit you not on the way home from Colorado. (laughs) I feel terrible. Because I knew it was going to happen. All these really cool people are passing by, right? And we're literally in like, I mean, I got on the plane like fifth, right? So we're literally like in the very front. We're in like the third or fourth row. I'm in the aisle. He sits next to me in the middle seat. We're on a full flight. (laughs) The window seat is still open. And all these cool people are passing. And we're watching. I'm watching them pass, pass, pass. And sure as shit, this guy gets on the plane. And he just looks like he smells like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now I understand why you're saying cool people. I'm like, how do you do that? And he says, can I sit there? And I was like, yeah, of course it would be you. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Yeah, of course it would be you. And I stand up and I was like, you thinking inside my head, I say, you smell like shit. <laughs> and Jared's going to love this the whole way. Do? Nothing, but that's who had to sit. I mean, he had to sit in the middle. And so Jared very kindly says the guy like goes to fall asleep right away. He was in like grungy sweats and like just looked like gross and he smelled like B.O. And Jared was like, hey, dude, you want me to wake you up? And the girl comes by for drinks. And the guy was like, yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) Then we're on the plane for an extra 45 fucking minutes or hour because it doesn't take off on time. And all I could do was think, I fucking hate my life. I want to get off. I'm anxious because I can't move. Now I'm stuck in here. Then then I'm like overly. And then I'm like, this guy reeks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. Then when I got home, I was like, I need to strip all my clothes off because like, you know, he stunk so bad. Yeah. But I can handle stuff like that where it's like, he's like, well, I don't want to sit in the middle. I don't want. And I'm like, well, then I don't, you know, I don't know what to tell you. You can sit wherever you want. Like, and on these. Yours is a requirement. Yeah. His was a preference. And Southwest is hard for me. Like when I fly like American, I fly business so I can sit in the ones right behind the first class seats. I mean, I'm not that bougie. I have to not pay so much, but mm-hmm. they're a little bigger and they're like in sure. right behind that curtain thing yep. by the bathrooms. And, you know, and he was like, 
so I'm in the middle seat again. I'm like, I, yeah, like I don't, and I had to pay for those. Like they're still expensive, but yes. And we're in, it's business class. Like they're bigger and we're flying to Florida. It's not like a small flight. Get with the program. <laughs> you can ch- change sheets with whomever you please. I know. I was like, do you want me After to downgrade you? Do you want me to downgrade? I'll downgrade yours. Yeah. Not mine. Yeah. You can go somewhere else. I'll stay in mine. You can have a blue seat. Those ones are cheap. You don't even pay for those. I'll mine's orange. Yours can be blue or green or whatever color they are in the back. The back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rant over. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what he's gonna be like if something like if we were to miss our connection, that could be a nightmare. Yeah. On a red eye, even like midnight takeoff. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's terrible. Like. Yeah, that trip actually. I had Dolce with me. My oldest dog was with me on that trip and we ended up getting stuck there. So it was Vegas. Mm-mm. So we landed there and we're supposed to go from there direct into South Florida, I believe it was. And sure enough, that whole drink cart thing happened. And then by the time we got off the plane, um, it's in the middle of the night. Everybody's trying to get flights everywhere. And I had to stay there the night. So they put us up in the shittiest hotel. Oh. So it's me and Dolch just roughing it. it did they so pay for scary. it? Like what did they, they do? Did. They did. But it was just uh, just a production. And at that point, the flight I had to take, I was I could have taken over there was two days away. I was like, no, just send me back to Phoenix. I'm not gonna hang around here for two days. So Missed that trip all, all together, but that was that was awful. So they hook us up in this little hotel, not nice, which is not that big of a deal for me. It was just in the worst part of town, and you, there's not like I could have walked anywhere to get food or the, and the, even in the airport that hour in Vegas, all those places shut down, so it's not like I could grab snacks or food anywhere. So, yeah, that was just a nightmare. Yeah, and like DoorDash and stuff didn't exist then. Mm-hmm. Like no. it wasn't like a thing. No. Yeah, so that's why now I just don't want to stop. And I've I've had my luggage lost twice. I was just gonna say that's the hardest part is like I just found out when I go to St. Louis in not this month but next month they they put me I purposely booked um, one ways. Mm-hmm. They changed my flight home to be a connector flight. So I stop at Dallas-Fort Worth. And I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, And then they put me on one of those small um, American Eagle planes. And I was like, every time, every time this happens with American. And when they do that, that always means that I can't take, because their carry-on top on Top is like small for some reason. They have different size requirements. Yes. So remember that stupid. Yes. <laughs> right. My fucking luggage. But luggage. You guys. Okay. So my carry on is small, but apparently there's multiple sizes of small. Mm-hmm. And American flights, that little American plane, that overhead bin is for like the extra small. Mm-hmm. Not the small. Basically a briefcase. 
Yeah. Yeah. So every time I have carried on to those fucking planes, they're like, we need to put your luggage down below. And I'm like, I don't want it going down below. It has to go where I'm going. Yeah. And so it's a problem every time I have to get on one of those mini American Eagle airplane bullshits. And not to mention, I don't want to fly into Dallas-Fort Worth fucking airport. Oh, yeah. Both places. I hate that airport. There's that. There's O'Hare. That's a nightmare, too. Yeah. Let's do that. I know. I know. Yeah. And well, so when I figured that out, the person I'm I'm going to this conference with, I was like, oh, I just found out that they changed my flight. It's a connector flight now. And she's like, oh, no, you're not going. Because she knows, like, I'm like, I just want to fly straight through. Yeah. I was like, no, it's on my way home. But the last place I want to get stuck is Dallas-Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. That's the first place I'm going to miss a flight. Yeah. Last place I want to get stuck. First place Danielle's going to miss a flight and and be stuck. Yeah. Is at that damn airport. I was delivering a car back. Um, I'm really not this incompetent, but I picked up a rental car there and I was, I was delivering the rental car back. Yeah. And I, like, I literally was following the instructions. It was pouring rain and I was like, I cannot find, it was like pulling me into this parking lot, right? The GPS. And I was like, it tells me I'm here. Like, it tells me I'm here. I can't find this place. So I call the rental car place. And I was like, I do not know where I am. Like, it it keeps telling me I'm in the rental car place. And I, I am certainly not here. I do not know where I am. And this is not where I'm supposed to be. I don't see how to get to back to the airport, like the buses, whatever. And the guy was like this Indian voice on the other end. And he was like, basically said, ma'am, we can come and pick you up. Just leave the car where you are. (laughs) And I was like, fuck this shit. So I like pull back out (laughs) and I get back on the highway. So there's like, I'm sure you're familiar with the airport. So like that there's like a gas station. So you pull back out and I get back on that little like highway road, Mm -hmm. turn back around where you start to see the airport signs, go back to where it starts to tell you like (laughs) rental car drop off. Finally, it kicks me back out into the parking garage, which is where the rental car delivery is. I was like, oh my gosh, thank God. (laughs) And I finally dropped the car off and I was thinking... Either I'm just the dumbest person on the planet or they made that way too difficult. Yeah. I'm like, I go to so many airports and I feel like I've never, it's always in Texas. Yeah. Always in Texas that I've like either been lost on a highway, can't figure out how to return my rental car, (laughs) like something where I'm actually going to stop on the side of the road and just fucking hitchhike the rest of the way because I'm so frustrated. Like crying is always in Texas. Texas is your Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Yeah. I literally, one day I called Jared and I was like, I missed the turn off four times. I'm going to miss my flight. (laughs) And he was like, get off the phone. I was like, I don't know where I am. (laughs) That used to happen to me all the time here at our airport when I first moved here. Because every time there was, it's during all that building. And it was during that time where it seemed like, Sky Harbor was changing every year. Uh-huh. They were moving things around so quickly. 
So every time I would go to drop someone off or pick them up, I would get stuck in that loop and go around the airport like four times before I figured out how to get out of there. I just picked my kids up (laughs) from the airport this summer. And Jared was like, I, I always, when I fly, I always park in East economy. Always. Yeah. Take the tram, get on my flight, whatever. Jared was like, just park in the parking garage and um, pick up the kids. Just go inside and pick them up. Because it's like that short-term blah, sure. blah, blah, whatever. Yeah, you could be there under an hour or so yeah. and they won't charge you. Yeah. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Were you alone? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So he said this. Me and, the, okay. me and the kids. So I, I circled the airport once because Lord knows I missed the turn <laughs> into the whatever fucking lot. Yeah. And I call him. Hey. You told me it'd be easy and I missed it. How do I get back to it? Circle around. Fine. Circle around. Pull in. Make it. And she means when she says circle around, she's serious. You have to go around the entire airport. Yeah. Up to terminal three. Yeah. All the way around. Before you can get back there again. There's no other way to do that. No. None. So, yeah. Then you have to, like, you have to avoid getting on to, like, the 51 and all these other things. One wrong move and you're on a highway going in. Hold. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No way back after that. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, God, my kid's flight comes home. I'm going to miss them. So yeah. So I finally, I come back around the airport on the other side, find the the ramp to get onto that parking lot. You're into that parking garage, go the loop thing around, okay. find a parking spot. And I'm thinking, I brought the wrong car. And here's what I mean by that, everyone. So I drive this little Honda that... I just drive around, save gas. Then I have my other car that my phone will tell me where I parked. Mm-hmm. Don't have that car. Have the Honda. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, all right. I'm by the elevators and I look down and I'm like, see a number, take a picture of the number, look at the thing. And it's like, whatever level, elevators. Mm-hmm. Got it. Go inside. And they finally come and to make matters worse, my kid's phone dies and they've rearranged the entire airport. Uh So now you, um, you wait for everyone to walk up the same ramp and exit the same area. And so I'm thinking these fools are not going to know to go down that hallway and they're just going to keep following the people (laughs) and they have no cell phone. Because they've been dicking around on their phones the whole time on the airplane. Yeah. So finally I see one of them and I was like, Reagan. And she turns and I'm like. (laughs) So then they come walking down the hallway. Right. So I find the kids go get their luggage and we make our way back up to the parking garage. Well, which one? I don't. (laughs) Yep. Thank you. So I don't know that the parking garage is actually on all sides. Yeah. So we get up there and Reagan's the first to call out. You don't know where you parked. And I was like, yes, I do. Line number one. (laughs) And she goes, why are you looking around? (laughs) 
It gets, detective. It gets, it gets so much better. I was like, I don't know. Like, I came out the elevator and that's the elevator. It's so bad. So I'm like, I took a picture. I took a picture. And then I remembered, I remembered a vehicle. And I was like, okay, we're not over here. We're on the other side. And I was like, oh, we're on the, we're on the other side. Of the airport. Yes. <laughs> the other side. So we start walking. And then Jameson's like, are you serious? And I was like, do you want to get home? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're on the other side. So we walk and we walk and we walk and we finally get to the car. And we were not only on the other side, we were on the other side, like, like, the other side, east, west, other side, north, south. Oh, boy. Yeah. So we came out the other side of the elevator even. Right? So, like, we... Yeah. Okay. Completely turned around. Situation would have been way different had my car told me where I parked. Mm-hmm. We could have just walked to it. So I'll never actually do that again. And that's why I park in the east economy lot. I always know where I park in the east economy lot. I know that parking lot, like, the back of my hand now. Mm-hmm. I won't... I will not park in that thing ever again without someone ever again. So then we go to exit. Uh-huh. Well, in the heat of everything, East Economy gives you a ticket, right? Uh-huh. In the heat of everything, going into this parking lot, all I did was have to put a card in. Right. And it didn't give me a thing back. It just put, you just put a card in. Mm-hmm. Didn't give me a thing back. So I grab what I think is the card I put in. The only card I would have used. It's not the card. So it won't let me out. Oh. So then I hit the button. And the lady's like, enter your debit card. I'm like, I did. <laughs> When did you come in? And I'm like, I don't know, about like 40 minutes ago. License plate. Oh, (laughs) I don't, I don't actually know. I have a temp tag on my plate. Hold on. And I'm like, oh my God. So then this little, this little woman comes like trucking down, hopping from like booth to booth. Do you not know what card you used? Mm -mm. I was like, "Mm -mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I thought this and she was like, wrong. And so they have to. Get she goes behind my car, she gets my license plate number. She has to call it in to the security people Stop. to run my tag to find out how long I've been in. I shit you not. To find out how long I've been in the fucking parking garage. So I can pay like seven dollars <laughs> or something. Oh no. I swear. So by this time. You guys, there was like 12 people behind me waiting to get out of this line. 
So by the time that thing went up for me to leave, I was like, probably so embarrassed and angry. My kids were mad at me because I couldn't figure out how to park at the damn airport. Jared knows none of this, by the way. (laughs) He does now. But yeah, like I'm, there are certain things, there's a reason I'm a creature of habit Mm -hmm. with certain things. And this is why. Like there's a reason I go to certain places for things. There's a reason I park in that spot. There's a reason I like, yeah. That's awful. I know. And your kid's what? Just shaking their head. Fucking angry shit at me. Shaking their head at you. Yeah. It's terrible. No, it was probably more like this. This wouldn't have happened with dad. She caught it immediately. That's what's funny. Yeah. She's like, I know you. You're lost. Yeah, are you lost? You don't know where you park, do you? What? No. Yes, I do. I parked out of the out of the no elevator. Problem. Yeah, right. We're on the wrong level. I was like, how old was she? It was it was literally a couple months ago. Oh. It was right before school started. It was a week before school started. Yeah, right in July. That we pick them up from the airport right, from their right. grandparents. <laughs> Sucks. I know. They're constantly changing that place. I used to swear that every time I turned down a certain way, that it would be like like the whole airport was on some sort of turntable. And they would just like jokes on people would like turn a couple. Well. Like, you know what I mean? Because every time I walked out, I turn around, I felt like that door wasn't there anymore. <laughs> so when I flew out to Denver, they did have um, like... A and some other security going through the same thing, but I had a, I forget what it was, but I went through that security because that's where you go. But then I had like a C boarding. Mm -hmm. And so to go there, you had to go through this other dark hallway. I literally had to stop someone and I've never been lost like that in the airport. And I was like, uh, what's happening? Where in, so this guy, like a, one of the people, he was like, oh, just up the hall and then to the right. And I was like, oh. And I was on one of those new, like newer hallways. Oh. Like a newer looking like hallway. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, why wouldn't they just let you go through security on the right side? Yeah. Like, this was stupid. But they weren't thinking of it. No. And they, but they do that there now. Mm-hmm. And, crazy. oh, I know. But it's for, it's, to mess with people like us. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So we were like looking around like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make us feel dumb. Oh, man. I know. I don't know. It's always something on a trip, whether it be the flight or what happens before, what happens after. There's always some kink somewhere. I don't know. We did all right when we went to New Orleans together a couple months ago. Yeah. But it took two of us sometimes to get through all that because just driving in some of those parts, I needed another set of eyes to like make sure I didn't run anyone over or look for signs because I'd be, you know, people just run right out in front of you or walk right in front of you. There's no like waiting. You gotta do that. Yeah. You gotta do that again. I know. I didn't have anything on my last trip, anything exciting. Really? I mean, I got pulled over. I told you about that. Yep. 
Okay. So guys, (laughs) I get pulled over frequently. I drive a little fast sometimes and I get it. And usually nine times out of 10, uh, once I've seen them, I know they're going to come after me. So I just pull over before they even hit their lights. Cause I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to try to get out of it. (laughs) What can you do? Anyway, so I'm driving and I'm actually going through an area I'm not hundred percent familiar with. This is back in my hometown, but it was part of town I was heading that I did, was not familiar with. And I get stopped. And immediately, because I am also a creature of habit, I pull a pull over. Assume it was, you know, speeding, whatever, whatever. Well, I was. And I was a little lost, too. So I was probably swerving or something. But anyway, I pull over. And I, because what I do here, because our windows, are, my windows are tinted. Like most people in Arizona, I know it's not like that all over the country. It's actually legal here. You can do that. But when I get stopped, I roll my windows down so they don't feel nervous walking up to my car if they can't see in. You know, I just roll them down instantly. I put my hands on the wheel because usually I'm carrying a weapon in the car. And I want to tell them that as soon as they get to the car. So anyway, I pull over. My windows are down in an area I don't need to because I'm in a rental. It's not my car. So if the windows are not tinted, I roll the windows down and I have my hands up on the wheel. So when he walks over, he's like, hi. And I'm like, sorry, speeding. And he goes, and I was like, I've got a gun in the car, just so you know. And he looks at me and I was like, wait, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. (laughs) No, I don't. And he goes, you do or you don't? I'm like, I don't know. It's not my car. He was like, what? And I was like, okay, let's back to He goes, and why are your windows down? I was like, okay. Are so, you smoking weed? Already, I've told him I have a gun, that I don't have a gun. <laughs> that it's that it's not my car. You know, it was just snowballing. <laughs> Real fast. Nervous. Yeah, and I wasn't nervous. I was just habitually, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Roll the windows down and tell them I have a gun and where it is so they don't, you know, they know. And <laughs> I have my windows down. Let's go in the car. Oh, wait, no, it's not. He's like, okay, let's clarify. You don't. I said, I don't. I said, I usually do in my car back home where I'm from. He's like, okay, that makes sense. And he goes, and it's not your car. I said, no, I'm, it's, it's not. <laughs> I said, but I'm allowed to use. Right. It was just an awkward moment. Luckily, he was cool and he just laughed at me. And once I explained myself, I'm like, yeah, the windows, my t- windows are really tinted back, uh-huh. back there. So he's like, oh, that makes sense. Well, that was nice of you. <laughs> It's like, that's a thought that counts, even though your car doesn't have tinted windows. I'm like, it's just a habit. It's just like the gun thing. Yep. Sorry. You're very nice. And told me how to get out of there. You didn't give me a ticket. I would think that they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't reckless or doing anything. So it was just a funny moment. And if he had been a, a jerk, that could have been really ugly because I was just snowballing. It was very funny. But that was, you know, that's. The only moment I had. Why are your windows down? Why are all your windows down? <laughs> yes. So oh, he's like, what's that about? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, your clear windows. I can see right through. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see in the car. Why couldn't I see in the car? Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> not tinted. Weird. I was still weird about that. Yeah. Like rental cars. Right. Like everyone can see you. Doing everything. Sure. Anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's all I had on my trip. But I'm sure the next one I have will be some some hiccup. There always is. What's the weirdest thing you do in your car? 
weirdest thing? I do all sorts of weird shit in my car. Maybe not like weird. Like driving? No. Like, like, I will, like, change my clothes full on in my car. I've done that. Because I go from, like, work, like, I'm dressed, and then, like, I go to the gym, mm-hmm. like, or when I drive, um, like, <laughs> I hope no one really funny is listening to this. When I drive from, like, Flagstaff home, mm-hmm. I don't want to sometimes be in, like, dress clothes the entire drive. Of course not. Yeah. So I will, like, instead of using sometimes, like, there's my offices yeah. to change or, like, a gas station, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll sometimes I'll forget to have, like, changed out my client offices or whatever it is. Sure. So, like... It's not until I get to the gas station to fill up my car where I'm like, oh, I should have changed. So I'll pull my clothes out of my bag. But then I'm like, ew, I don't want to change in a gas station yeah, no. like no. bathroom. So I'm like, do well, it in the parking just, lot in front of everyone. Then do that's it That's where bathroom. I do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm filling up my car and I just change in the gas station parking lot into like leggings and a t-shirt or something mm-hmm. like that. But I do it all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll do it all the time, but I've done it. But I feel like I like I don't technically ever wear a bra. Like I wear a sports bra most of the time. Yeah. So I feel like I'm usually dressed enough oh, that sure. it's like normal. Yeah. Yeah. So I but I change in my car like probably a few times a week. <laughs> and I eat my lunch in my car. Do you like a go lot. into the back seat to do it? Nope. I do it right in the driver's yeah. seat. Yeah. And I always have extra shoes in my car. But I eat lunch in my car all the time. Like I have a, I have what I call car snacks in my car. Yeah, she does. Yep. Yeah, she's ready for anything, really. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So I think that's kind of like I bet there's a lot of girls that do that actually. Oh, sure, absolutely. They like change in their car. Yeah, definitely. Not that I won't change somewhere else. I think I find myself in in like I don't forget. But I'm like, oh, shoot, I should have changed and I didn't mm-hmm. where I was. And then I get to a place where I'm like, okay, well, I've stopped, so I may as well change. Yeah. But it's at a place like a gas station where I'm like, oh, I'm not going in there. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't like when my shoes touch the bathroom floor. Oh, yeah. And like, no, there's nothing about it. Yeah, I get really grossed out. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, that's about it. I can't think of anything weirder. <laughs> I mean... I mean, I can think of things that are weirder, not weirder, but like. Not that I, I think anybody that I've done outside of changing and while I'm driving, sometimes I push it, you know, <laughs> my windshield looks dusty. I'll go rag and start <laughs> dusting it Maybe. while I'm in traffic or, you know, at a light, <laughs> just start cleaning it. What's, uh, what's that lady doing? Uh, She's multitasking. You no, know, I pulled this like feather duster. <laughs> And she possums. <laughs> dusting away. You have Windex. I have Windex and it's just one of those, you know, one of those floss that stick to your fingers. They're only that cleans windows. Good. Oh, like a terry like a terry yeah. cloth. Terry cloth. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. Is she dusting? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she is. Yep, she's cleaning her mirror. She's cleaning her cleaning her mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to do that. I do that. Like when you have that film on the inside where it's like, where does it come from? Foggy. I don't know. 
It looks like fog was not. I don't, yeah. What I is don't know. that? I don't know, but it happens like mm-hmm. where it's like, and then the sun hits it just right and oh. it's like cloudy. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I think we wouldn't have windshields long enough to have that problem. Barely. I have chips in mine already. Yeah. Figure it out. All right. Yeah, what's next, y'all? What is next? Oh my god. Oh, we kind of just went all over today. Yeah, but because we're back, we're still here. Yeah. Lisa's alive. Yes. Thank God. Yeah. For long for now. Yeah, yeah. we're both here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's we're a both straight here. passing everybody around. So that is a real thing. I mean, mm-hmm. apparently this whole COVID thing is back with a vengeance right ish yeah so it's a better time before one of us is down again probably not. i'm not going down no I know. i'm not going down i'm gonna wear a mask <laughs> it's probably too late fuck that shit people i'm not wearing a mask yeah that's not gonna fly again there no i'm gonna, no, I'm gonna wear a whole suit wear a suit <laughs> like they did like yeah they do in the hospitals like yeah okay, yeah I'm going to wear the whole, the whole suit. So I read this thing online about, um, about, uh, all the additional purposes for condoms. Additional purposes. Yeah. And so one of them was like, (laughs) no. So one of them was like, it was like a woman in like a cat, like a cat woman suit. Mm -hmm. And she like put the condom on her hand and then like jazzed up her dull black suit. And so by the time she was (laughs) By the time she was done, her black cat suit was all like shiny again. Oh my gosh. Dude, it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> there was so many like other uses for a condom. Yeah. Than what it's for. But I have to find this because I was yeah. dying. But maybe I'll just wear one of those, like a full body shield. Sure. Full body shield. Would you have your head in the tip? <laughs> not in the in the storage tip. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Would there be like to cut eye and mouth holes uh, or a nose hole, whichever you ch- choose to breathe from? I'm not sure yet. Or just one, just one big circle. one big circle for my face. Yeah. But then I would need something because that's how you're protected. <laughs> Still need the mask. So yeah. What's the point? Uh, I don't know. Somehow I'll figure that out. But yeah, a full body condom. I know. I've been. Getting vitamins injected into myself on an IV every week or so to hopefully stimulate my my uh, immune system to work. If it keeps you out of a full body condom, then sure, whatever. Yeah, so we'll see. I'm testing a theory. I'm down. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I haven't done it yet. I'm down for anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a full body condom oh. and vitamins and everything else. So whatever's gonna work's gonna yeah. work. At this point, yeah, start showering and hand sanitizer. That can do it. That can work. I've been taking um, every day this like immunity honey stuff. Remember, uh-huh. I told like, you about that, like manuka. Yeah, somewhat yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean, only time will tell. Whichever yeah. one of us croaks first, and if it works, if anything we do actually works on us, that means it really works. Because nothing works on us. <laughs> so if we finally find something that keeps us from getting sick all the time, that shit's legit for anyone. Yeah. Because we are the one percenters. So just remember that. And we'll let you know. 
That's true. Shit. Yeah. I was even pregnant on birth control. I am actually the one percent. Didn't work. Didn't. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Hello, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one. That's where you learned. I'm that the is 1%. where I learned. Oh, learned it for sure. Uh, but I love her. Yes. All right. Well, um, we will be back. We promise. And we are still here. We're not ghosts. We're happy, healthy, and yeah. living. And yes, we're still doing this. Yeah. We're not giving up. We love this. We just got stuff happening. Yeah, no. Uh, life uh, life happened. Yeah. And it got real. And someone in someone's house had COVID, actually. And so um, he had to get taken care of a little bit. And that's all right. But, <laughs> you know. It's always something here. Yeah. Just had to get taken care of. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah. We, we hope everyone is happy, healthy, and... Um, you know, all the things, but we will uh, be back soon. So until then, bye. Bye.